Everyone, today is January 30th, 2021. This is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. Got a big week this week. Um, new mini box is coming out today, Photon of Galaxy. And it's one of those mini boxes that doesn't come around uh, often. It has a lot of potentially meta-defining cards. Um, could put XCs on the map. Go over the URs and SRs for that mini box. The Kite Tenjo event is also going on this week, so it's big week. We have his drops from this event and also his acquisition event. So, same event, but also we have his level up cards and his dual skills. So, we'll talk about all that. And, of course, the latest in esports where there is a meta shift right now. So as for my week in the dual world, I already had King of Games last week, so uh, not much to do, frankly. Just doing the events, got t- Kai Tenjo almost right away. Um, yeah, not much to say. I am muddling through a lot of allergies right now, so sorry if um, it comes out through this uh, podcast. Let's get to esports. Dueling's Meta Weekly, 161. Surprisingly, Desperado are the first in the top 32 here, which is a bit surprising just considering it's a Noble Knights and Blue Eyes meta. They really came out swinging here, but didn't really pay off in the end. First place, Luxon, Cyber Style, Cyber Dragon. Now, this deck is interesting because it's the first Cyber Dragon deck I've seen that only runs one monster, and that's Cyber Dragon Core. All those other... Cyber Dragon cards are gone. And, you know, um, it's still running Cyber Style, so it's depending on those uh, proto Cyber Dragons to come out. So there's two Herald of the Abyss, three Cosmic Cyclone, two Cybernetic Fusion supports, so plenty of opportunities to lose life here. Uh, a lot of control, two Book of the Moon, the Herald of the Abyss, like I described, and two Cybernetic Overflow. Three copies of Fusion Gate, so really, it's it's getting a little more defensive, but at the same time, there's very few monsters and plenty of opportunities to lose life points to trigger the dual skill. So this could be like the optimal version where you're running fewer monsters. Second place, Francis K O O Seven, Endless Trap Hell Guki, twenty two card deck here, a ton of control as you expect with Endless Trap Hell. Three Ballista Squad, one Drowning Mirror Force, one Phoenix Chain, two Paleozoic Cadadia, two Karma Cut, one Light Imprisoning Mirror, two Treacherous Trap Hole. You have your two Necro Valleys, which are pretty much core cards for Guki as well. Top four, Xyldaz, Balance Noble Knights, three Cosmic Cyclone version. And usually with these decks, because they don't want to have too many monsters in them, they run Pelinor or Brothers. This one runs Pelinor over Brothers. Up four, Eat by Broccoli, Balance, Magnet Warriors. 30 card Magnet Warriors with no ability to mill other than the uh, monsters doing it themselves where they thin out the deck and swap each other out. There is Super Team Buddy Force Unite, which can also get some monsters onto the board. Three copies of Powerful Rebirth, which is interesting. Um... It's a card we haven't seen in a while. It's a bit of an older card. It can help them get into rank 4 XZ's plays. 
which uh, the deck has, because the Magnet Warriors are level 3, um, Powerful Rebirth will rank them up a level. Potentially match them up with a Delta for that XZ's play. So, new dimension here with the XZ's monsters. Battle Phase Prime, number 1, from Duel Links Entertainment. Here we have mostly Noble Knights in the top 32. First place, Ristar. Fire Reload, Invoke Neos. So the deck has been nerfed quite a bit. The Fire Reload, Neos is back. Um, just to describe the deck right now as it stands, 2 Alistair, 1 Invocation, 3 Winda, 3 Volcanic Shells, 1 Neos, 2 Neos Fusion, 2 Book of the Moon, Ballista Squad, Phoenix Chain, 2 Paleo Canadia, 1 Raikeki Break, and 2 Karma Cuts. Second place, Ushis Bounce, Noble Knights, Hey Trunade version. So this is the version pretty much I play with Hey Trunade. Um, this deck does pick Brothers over Pelinor. Not much more to say about that. Top four, Dead Fun, Master of Destiny, Desperado. So Desperado decks have pretty much turned to Ally of Justice Quarantine, which is a dark machine. Neither player can special summon light monsters. Good, because they don't have any light monsters, but... Um, well, that's wrong. They have XZ's... They have a whole XZ's menu, so you could put uh, dark monsters... I mean, light monsters in the XZ's menu, but... Quarantine is pretty much necessary in this meta against Blue Eyes and Noble Knights. And Thunder Dragons, too. Top 4, your mom's BF, who I believe is... Um, with duels of the boys, but level duplication Thunder Dragon, a little spicier version of Thunder Dragon. So it's twenty six cards. Hieratic Dragon of Tefnuit is in this deck. So it comes out for free as a special summon, which is nice, and it has a level two normal tuner in Galaxy Serpent as well. Finally, last tournament we'll talk about is the meta of Arab number two. Blue Eyes predominantly in this tournament. First place, Zayn Ali, Balance, Noble Knights. This this uh, Noble Knights build has two Hatrunades and one Cosmic Cyclone, so it hedges on both things there. Runs Noble Knight Brothers over the Pelinor. Second place, Fuad Bulifa, Ultimate Dragons, Blue Eyes. Hallowed Life Barrier here is a pretty good card for the deck. You could discard for some stall, which is uh, very advantageous for the deck. Afora Bujawa, level duplication Thunder Dragons. A lean deck here, 22 cards. Nothing crazy or um, unexpected with this deck. And top four, Aizen, Ultimate Dragon, Blue Eyes. We see Glow Bulb in this deck, which is a general level 1 tuner that gets discarded. And Blue Eyes love discarding. The 1 plus 8 works very well for this archetype as well. So all that has culminated in the Duel Links power rankings. Duel Links meta power rankings, I should say. And the significant shift this week is that Blue Eyes have taken first place over Noble Knights. So Blue Eyes in the power rankings have shot up to 19.2, while uh, Noble Knights are 18.5. So... Blue Eyes are now the top dog. They're the 1A to the 1B. That is Noble Knights. Really just the new tournaments we've seen. Um, you know, with all the additions they got. Also getting that free copy 
of alternative dragon really makes a difference. So, and um, they have some rank eight XZ's plays now, so it's pretty cool. Um, boys are top. Noble knights, they haven't really shifted their strategy yet. They um, are still around high power level. They could pick whatever types of text in their deck. Not really text, but like they manipulate the back row removal. The, the monsters they use sometimes. Not not too much crazy though. The trap cards could still have some room with what they do. Thunder Dragons have fallen a little bit to 13.0. Desperado barely clinging on to tier 2 with 12.2. Nothing in tier 2. Tier 3 we have invoked Neos. Slight rise at 4.7. They might creep into tier 2. Blackwings at 3.9. And Guki have fallen off the tier list despite some showings in the top fours that you've seen. Time to talk about the new box which is releasing today, Photon of Galaxy. And looking at this box, you see support for the Photon Archetype, Photon or Galaxy, which co- coincides with Kaitenjo's new cards. We have some of the Onomatopoeia cards, Love Butterfly cards. Some new additions to Ghost Tricks, Bouncers, and the most important thing about this box is meta-defining XZ's monsters. There's a few of them here, and these are easily, you know, the best, I would say rank 4, maybe the rank 6, rank 4 XZ's monsters in the game. So this is also a mini box, so you don't have to buy as much, and you could kind of plan through your buy-throughs. And the good thing about the mini boxes, um, I mean, about the meta defining cards being the XZ's monsters is you don't need a ton of them. So this is not a box I expect that you need to buy a lot of, um, except if you're playing the Photon Archetype, making the best Photon deck. But just collecting the XZ's monsters, sometimes one is even enough. So um, it's definitely a, a box you can just go through and just buy for the XZ's monsters. And... Um, yeah, one of the best boxes that I've seen in quite a bit of time. Let's get through the URs and SRs. Of course, in a mini box, URs and SRs are the same. There's one each. All right, first card is Kaitenjo's Ace Monster Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon. You can special summon this card from your hand by tributing two monsters with 2,000 or more attack. During the battle step, if this card battles an opponent's monster, you can quick effect. Target that monster, banish both discard and that target from the field. Return those banished monsters to the field at the end of the battle phase. If you banished an XZ's monster, this card gains 500 attack for each material it had when it was banished. This is kind of like, um, the way this card's presented, I haven't watched any of Zexel, but it's kind of like Blue Eyes. It's got the same stats as Blue Eyes. They have a move called Photon Stream of Destruction. It reminds me of the Blue Eyes attack. Burst Stream of Destruction. So there may be some parallels there, but on the outset, um, you know, Kaitenjo doesn't come with this Ace Monster, which is something we saw with the 5Ds character. So it's come, again, um, Zexel characters do that too, I think. Um, You have to tribute two monsters with 2,000 or more attack. The Photon Archetype specializes in getting those guys out. So, like, one of them will be like a normal summon, and one of them will be like a special summon. And then you get out this uh, Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon, which is a special summon. 
tributing two monsters, so it's kind of the same thing. Um, you could do that quick effect. Um, good control against stronger monsters, I guess, or buffed monsters. 3,000 attack, you're typically the aggressor, though, so while you can do that double banish, it's pretty good for control while that happens. It is usually the one who is attacking. Now, this card banishes... When you banish an XC's monster, you do a few things. You buff this guy, and you remove all of that monster's XC's material. So, you send them away. They might have like one or two materials on them, and then this card gets stronger over that one, and that one loses their abilities, pretty much. Um, so, yeah. This card has that control ability to banish. That's that's going to give this card some survivability. It probably won't get destroyed by battle. It might get removed by a card effect, and there's nothing this card can do in that situation. But it's hard to say that this card will be played outside of the Photon archetype. This could be used in like Thunder Dragons or some, some kind of Dark and Light situation there. Thunder Dragons do get out their monsters fast. They typically do have 2,000 or more attack. So that's an outside chance, but I do think this might be stuck with this archetype for now. People who buy through this box get Kaitenjo leveled up all the way. They could have a shot at being like a tier 4 deck maybe where the cards are good enough to play but it's not going to be the best deck. You won't bring this deck to the tournament but it might be good enough for that deck. I don't really see it outside of that but I could be wrong. Um, especially this card being pretty good against XC's monsters. Um, there, yeah, that just gives it potential when you debuff monsters and also detach those XC's materials. I wouldn't say this card has no chance of, of making it in some other deck in the future. It could have a chance. The second card, Abyss Dweller. This is a Water Sea Serpent, rank 4 XC's, 2 level 4 monsters, 1700 attack, 1400 defense. While this card has a material attached that was originally water, all water monsters you control gain 500 attack. Once per turn, quick effect, detach one material from this card. Your opponent cannot activate any card effects in their graveyard this turn. This is the first of the meta-defining XZs I mentioned. We had this Sharkfin box where there was all these water monsters, but this one pretty much is better than all of them. Um, two level 4 monsters, so it could be anything. Um, even the ability where... When this card has a water material, all water monsters you can control gain 500 attack. So, I'll give this card like 2200. And you're basically parsing out a 1700 monster versus a 2200 monster, which will help you survive against some level 4 monsters that are on the board, sure. But in, at this phase in Duel Links, it's about the same. Like, you can't say a monster with 22 is going to survive more than well with 17. Uh, there's just too much other removal going on where it's not much of an argument. So, what I'm trying to say here is Abyss Dweller is not confined to water. That's not what makes this card good. The good thing is you get quick effect, detach a material, your opponent's locked out of the graveyard. And we see cards like DD Crow or Skullmeister or Debunk, different cards that fight the graveyard. This one locks them out for the whole turn. So it's pretty much two charges of sealed tombs here. Um, kind of like having Necro Valley, pretty much. So 
yeah, you don't have to do the water thing. That might help this card survive, sure, but you're here to lock out your opponent's graveyard. And I don't think I've seen a ability this strong to lock out the graveyard. Usually, like I said, it hits one thing in the graveyard or banishes one card in the graveyard. This just locks out the whole turn, which could just end your opponent's turn. So, very good card, uh, given that all decks typically do utilize the graveyard nowadays. Last UR is Photon Thrasher Light. Level 4, Warrior, 2100 attack, 0 defense. Cannot be normal summoned or set. Must be special summoned from your hand when you control no monsters. Cannot attack when you control another monster. Typical Photon card. Um, has a very good shot at being in the meta. And it's probably the best Photon monster, given it's a UR. With, with the SR here too, but... It's better than Cyber Dragon. It's a similar ramp monster. Cyber Dragon needs your opponent to have a monster on the board. This one is just so as long as you don't have a monster. So this is a card you want to go first with and just special summon it for free. Um, and then you play another Photon Monster and make a rank 4. You can make Galaxy Fo Eyes Photon Dragon or you could just use this for rank 4 XC summoning. So it's good for both purposes. Um, it could be good for Synchro too if there's no restriction on this card being not used for Synchro Monsters. So, very good all-around card. What it doesn't do is it can't attack, though. So, you're not going to rely on this 4-star 2100 beater to beat because it won't. So, but that that's to say that in the late game, let's say you're in a War of Attrition, you top deck this, you can beat your opponent down. So, this is good on its own, but typically it's an XC's material. It's a material for Galaxy Ice Photon Dragon. It's a material for Synchro. Very good all-around um, card in terms of versatility. Let's move on to the SRs. Uh, XC's 2, Photon Strike Bouncer. Light Warrior, 2 level 6 monsters, 2700 attack, 2000 defense. Once per turn during, your, during either player's turn, when a monster effect is activated on your opponent's side of the field, detach an XZ's material, negate the effect if you do inflict 500 damage to your opponent. So rank 6 XZ summoning needs some work. It's not as easy as rank 4, but there are plenty of ways to get it done. Um, it could work in Thunder Dragons. They use an X, uh, rank 6, for example. Um, here, this is a really good ability. Your opponent activates an effect... Negate the effect and inflict 500 damage. It's not negate and destroy, which is preferable, but they're pretty much left with a monster on the board. They can't do anything. So, very good. Um, 500 burn, sure. Um, and the thing is, they're probably playing a monster that's pretty weak, so you can kill it with this Photon Strike Bouncer next turn. And you have two charges of this ability, so you could pretty much negate their effect on their turn when you're going for offense. So, very good. This is this is easily the best uh, rank 6 XZ's play we have so far. There aren't many rank 6's, so... Um, wins the easy fight there. Now, this next card isn't one of the meta-defining XZ's. It's the only one that isn't. Ghost Trick Alucard, rank 3 Zombie... Two level three monsters, eighteen hundred tag, sixteen hundred defense. Monsters you control 
Monsters your opponent controls cannot target phase-up ghost trick monsters or any face-down defense position monsters for attacks except for this one. You can detach an XZ's material from this card, target one set card your opponent controls, destroy it. You can use this effect once per turn. If this is sent to the graveyard, you can target one other ghost trick card in your graveyard add that to your hand. So we haven't seen ghost tricks in a really long time. And they are an XZ's archetype, and this is the only one we're getting. So we can't say that this one XZ's monster is going to put ghost trick on the map. Now, um, it does do what ghost tricks do. They're a flip effect. Not flip effect, but they... They kind of control the board off flips and setting cards face down to face up and stuff like that. Kind of reminds you of Gearja's, the way they used to play. Um, and it does what it, it does what it does. It's like a slow control type of thing. It just protects um, protects them from getting destroyed and helps them do the flipping that's required because they're getting they're not getting attacked. So this draws their fire. It targets set cards and destroys it, sure. Um, slow control. Until we see more Ghost Trick support, uh, I would just keep this card. It's, it's you know, like, they're not... The whole Calvary is not here yet. But when they're here, you'll probably want this card. That <laughs> It's like, if you got it, good. But it's not a card I'm crazy chasing for because the archetype isn't here yet as well. So... You know, like, the analysis of this card is pretty much on hold until we get everything else, I guess. Alright, it's time for meta-defining XZ's number 3, Steel Swarm Roach. Dark Fiend, rank 4, 2 level 4 monsters, 1900 attack, 0 defense. During either player's turn, when a level 5 or higher monster would be special summoned, you get to attach an XZ's material from this card, negate the special summon if you do, destroy it. Very good card, um... Generic rank 4 XZs does not require the L Swarm thing, even though it is a Steel Swarm. Um, it forces your opponent to clear this card first. That's what it does. You could be playing against a Blue Eyes deck and they can't do anything because they're all going to be level 8 monsters. So they can't even... This shuts them down completely. Um, forces them to clear it or make an imp- inferior play to bait the ability. So you could try like bait out the XZ's materials and make them destroy it. Um, it comes with two charges, and you could use both in the same turn. So they could try to make two plays, and you can negate them both. Negate and destroy, so it's the best type of ability. Um, it's just a, like an automatic rank 4. If you have a rank 4 slot in your extra deck, you just put this card in. It's really good. really helps the toolbox that is an extra deck. And this is just one of the best uh, rank 4. This and the Abyss Dweller work very well. Um, in doing different things, but doing very important things in the meta. Now this next card, I wouldn't say is meta-defining XZs, but very good. Um, number 70, Malevolent Sin, Dark Insect, rank 4. Uh, two level 4 monsters, 2400 attack, 1200 defense. Once per turn, detach an XZ's material from this card. Target one card your po- one monster your opponent controls. Banish it until your opponent's next standby phase. At the end of the damage step, if this card attacked, you can make it gain 300 attack if you do increase its rank by 3. 
this, um, you know, like I said, isn't the same level as Abyss Dweller or Steel Swarm Roach, but it's good. It's kind of like the ability to banish is kind of like Michael Arc Light Sworn and Psy Frame Lord Zeta. Um, it's a target in banish. So that's like Michael. But then they come back the next turn, so that's like Psy Frame Lord Zeta. Both of those cards have been pretty good in the um, level 7 synchro plays. So this is that version of the level 4 monster. It can gain attack, which is nice. And then you can also increase strength by 3. I'm not really sure what that's for. But yeah, this is another card I would consider into the rank 4 uh, extra deck given its ability to banish. More aggressive card compared to the other two, which are more control cards. Alright, next is Photon Lizard, level 3, Light Dragon, 900 attack, 1200 defense. You can tribute this card, add 1 level 4 or lower Photon Monster from your deck to your hand. You can use this effect once per turn. General Tutor for the Photons, this does not have 2000 attack, it's not level 4, so it doesn't really work towards their uh, Synchro, their XZ's plays. Um, yeah. I'm not really sure if this card's needed. It it definitely helps the deck, but let's say the deck tutors itself enough or does very well with like spell and trap support. They won't need this card, but this card kind of like helps. It's kind of like an intermediary card. But this type of card isn't... It's hard to say. It's hard to say what photons will look like because the cards come from so many different sources. But it's more of a tutor than a requirement, so not really the most important card for Photons. Photon Vanisher Light, level 4, Warrior, 2000 attack, 0 defense. Cannot be normal summoned or set, must be special summoned from your hand when you control a Photon or a Galaxy Monster. Cannot attack the turn, it's special summoned. You can only special summon Photon Vanisher once per turn. When special summoned, you can add a Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon from your deck to your hand. And Xyz Material, monster that was summoned using this card always gains this effect. Banish any monster destroyed by battle this card. This could be the best um, Wotan card. This and Thrasher are pretty good. Um, so you cheat it out. You can have Photon Thrasher special summon and you special summon this guy. So it's going to be free no matter what. But situational on another monster being on the board. You tutor... Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon. So you could just play it right away. So it's very good. And then the monster. Okay this is important. Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon. Will not get the effect of the banish. That's for XC's monster. So. This could work in generic rank 4. XC summoning. Give that monster a very strong ability. To banish them. Or it could work for the. Um, various. Archetypal. XC's cards we get. So overall, this this has that tutor ability for Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon, which I very much like. Um, I assume multiple copies of this card would be in the best Photon deck, Photon deck with Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon, or just general, you know, rank four XC summoning that the deck can't do as well. A pretty good card. Next up is Gaga Gahead, level six spellcaster, dark. 2100 attack, 2000 defense. If your opponent controls a monster and you control no monsters, you can normal summon this card without tributing as a level 4. When this card is normal summoned, you can target up to 2 Gaga monsters in your graveyard, except for this one. Special summon them. Also, you cannot special summon monsters for the rest of the turn, except for XC's monsters that use Gaga materials. 
Nexus monster that was summoned using this card on the field as Xyz material gains its effect. If it's Xyz summoned, draw a card. So this this is a rank six. I mean, it's a level six. It comes out as a level four. You get to get stuff out of the graveyard. It's kind of like the puppet master. Um, and then we turn to another Xyz play. This is pretty good for the onomatopoeia archetype, I must say. Um, oh, it looks like it is. And if you could get it as a regular rank 6 and you get something in the graveyard of rank 6, you can make the photon strike bouncer. So, could be a way to branch into the rank 6. Next card is Dodo Do Dwarf Go 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 Glove. Level 4 Earth Rock, 0 attack, 1800 defense. During your main phase, you can special summon one Zubaba or Gaga Ga Monster from your hand. If you control a Go 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 or Dodo Do Monster, except for this one, when this is in the graveyard, you can special summon it, but banish it when it leaves the field. This is whole. This is useful for the whole Anamanapia thing. You could special summon the Zubaba or Gaga Ga, or you can get this out from the graveyard when Go 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 or Dodo Do is on the board. So. Rank 4 XC's Material Helper for the whole archetype. Next card, United We Stand. This is a, a reprint card. Equip spell. The equipped monster gains 800 attack and defense for each face of the monster you control. This is better in the TCG than this, this version, but it's, it's really good with a strong board. Um, you get 800 on your own. You get 1600 with 2, so that's pretty much the best scenario there is. Uh, it's a card that saw zero play, unfortunately. We saw Axe of Fools get some atta- get some play in that direct attack deck or backup rider. This is a little more situational and not that good. Like, we see uh, Power of the Guardians all the time, but we never see this card. So there's something wrong with this card, obviously. And Hammer Shots, the last card. A normal spell, destroy one face of attack position monster with the highest attack. If it's a tie, you get to choose. This is the... Companion to Fissure. Fissure attacks the lowest attack card on the board. This one hits the highest. These cards are both good for being non-target cards. So you get to hit something um, without targeting. And some cards are preventing targets. Um, it's hard to say this card's better than Herald of the Abyss. Though. Herald of the Abyss, you pay 1500 and you get to pick what it is pretty much. So... You know, debate this versus Herald of the Abyss. If you don't feel like losing life points, then this is the card to go with, I think. It's hard to say this card will see play, though, unless a lot of control traps get banished. I mean, get put on the ban list. That is the box, pretty much, the URs and SRs. And this is one of the best boxes we've seen in quite a bit of time because of all those XCs monsters. So definitely fish through for those. um, The Abyss Dweller, Photon Strike Bouncer... Steel Swarm Roach and number 70. Uh, if, you, if you're trying to build the Photon archetype, then go ahead and buy the box as well. And speaking of Photons, let's bridge into the Number Hunter event in which we get Kaitenjo as well as two new uh, farmable cards from this event. First new card is Photon Advancer. Light level 4 warrior, 1,000, 1,000. If a photon monster is on the field, you can special summon this card from your hand. You can only special summon a photon advancer once this way. Gains 1,000 attack if another photon monster is on the field. This is a budget version of Photon Vanisher, which we, which I mentioned is a pretty good card. 
Um, it lacks the flashy ability. It lacks 2,000 attack. It lacks the tutor ability of Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon. It lacks the ability to make a Nexus Monster or banish stuff. But um, it's not like bottom barrel. I, like I said, it was bottom barrel in this review, but it's not. There's other cards that are. So this is like somewhere in the middle. It gains a thousand attacks, so then you can just use it for the Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon, or you could just use it for a generic rank four XE something. That's what I like about the Photon Archetype. It could be centered on Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon, but they could also have the flexibility to play in the extra deck. And Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon does not take up a spot in the extra deck, so you could kind of pick and choose. Having flexibility is always nice. Um, number 20, Giga Brilliant, rank 3, Light Insect, 2 level 3 monsters, 1800-1800. Once per turn, detach an Xyz material from this card. All face-up monsters you control gain 300 attack. This doesn't really fit. It's a rank 3 card. Um, It's just not very good. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's rank 3. It gets 2100 that turn. Pretty pretty boring for a number card. With this archetype, we also I mean with this event we also get Photon Crusher, so that's from that's an older card. Uh gets normal summoned or uh level four two thousand, so it doesn't special summon itself. So the Photon Advancer already has an advantage over the Photon Crusher in terms of your extra deck strategy and also your Galaxy Eyes Photon strategy. Alright, let's get to Kaitenjo. You get Kaitenjo with this event uh, by doing it. And so you got his four level cards, which we'll talk about right now. Photon Charge Man, level four, Light Warrior, 1000, 1000. Once per turn, you can make this card's attack become double to original attack until your next standby phase. This card cannot attack the turn you activate this effect. This is the bottom barrel card. Um, budget. It can't special summon. The Photon Advancer could special summon. The two other cards from the box can special summon. So this one can't. Um, and then you force the 2000 attack on it. So. Sure you could use this card. When you're filling out your Photon deck. Let's say you don't have enough of those other cards. And you just need more monsters. Then go ahead and put this guy in your deck. Even then, I would put the other guy, um, the uh, the Crusher, Photon Crusher. That one's just better. Um, it already has 2,000 attack. So, yeah, the Photon Chargeman can't even attack when you, when you activate the 2,000 attack buff. So, the Crusher's pretty much better than this card. Photon Slasher, Light Warrior, level 5, 2100 attack, 1000 defense. If a face-up Xyz monster is on the field, you can special summon this card from your hand and face-up defense. Even though this card's Photon, it doesn't really do anything for this archetype at all. This card special summons in defense. Situational on an Xyz monster. It's level 5, with only 100 more attack than your other level 4 guys. So there's no point in even playing this, right? You're getting 100 attack for a tribute summon. And um, 
Yeah. Not a very good card. There's a possibility you make the Xyz play, and then you special summon this guy as a third material, because the Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon can use three materials. Really, there's no advantage, because it's not using it as an Xyz material. So, really, you're just left with a level 5 monster in defense mode with a 1,000 defense. Not much of a point in this card. Like, the chargement's bad, but it doesn't impede your deck. This one will just brick up your deck and do nothing towards the whole Photon strategy, in my opinion. Next card is Photon Stream of Destruction. Quick play spell. If you control a Galaxy Eyes monster, target one card on the field. Banish that target. You can only activate this card during your turn unless you control Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon. Pretty good. Very good removal for Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon when it's on the board. That's the only card that is a Galaxy Eyes card, though, so... If it gets removed, it gets banished, then this card's a dead card. That's a problem here. So, quick play spell. Um, you can hit any card on the field, banish it. I would include this card. I would include it in the Galaxy Eyes deck, but I wouldn't. It might just be like a 2 of instead of a 3 of, but it's hard to say. Like, let's say they banish you. You can kind of quick play this card to take out one card they have. So, this is pretty much the best type of removal you have, but you have to have that monster on the board, which um, limits it. Finally, the last level card is Star Leech Lord Galaxion. Rank 4 Light Warrior, 2 level 4 Photon Monsters, 2,100. Once per turn, you can detach 1 or 2 Xyz materials from this card. Apply this effect depending on the number you detached. If you detached 1, special summon 1 Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon from your hand. If you detach two, special summon one Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon from your deck. So this is an Xyz monster that makes it very easy to special summon Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon. Instead of using the cost of those monsters in a special summon, you can Xyz summon this card and then special summon the Galaxy with this card on the board as another attacker. So, really... It's pretty good. It gives you multiple avenues into getting your ace monster onto the board. This is definitely in the extra deck for this archetype only. Um, unlike Star Leech Paladynamo, which can be used in other decks, this one is strictly for Photons and Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon. So with the acquisition event of Kaitenja, we also have five unique dual skills. It also comes with... Um, Balance and Restart, those are nice. I guess Balance 1 and Restart. So you can play them Noble Knights, stuff like that. Cosmic Surge Galaxy Eyes. At the beginning of the duel, add one Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon to your deck. Can be used if you control two or more monsters with 2,000 attack or higher. Return one Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon from your graveyard to your hand. This can be used once per duel. So this is a typical skill where it lets you... Be free to play and play Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon at the same time. Uh, we saw this with all the 5Ds characters and also the Zexal ones. So, really, um, not going to see any play. You're probably going to buy the box to get those monsters and you'll get... Most people will have Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon, I, I assume. Next skill is Galaxy Photon. Return one Galaxy or Photon monster from your hand to your deck. Add one Galaxy or Photon Spell or Trap from your deck to your hand. 
The skill can only be used if you begin the duel with a, duel, with a deck and extra deck that contains no other monsters except for light monsters. This is a decent skill. There's a few skills, there's a few spells that are uh, specifically tutored. Photon Stream of Destruction, Galaxy Storm, Photon Booster, Photon Trident, or Galaxy Wave. Photon Stream of Destruction is pretty much the best one of this bunch by far, so it's a specific tutor for that quick play banish spell, which is pretty nice if you're trying to clear a specific back row, like a battle phase trap card your opponent has. Or just a monster. Next skill is called Number Hunt, can only be used on your fourth turn at the beginning of the main phase. Remove one random number monster in your opponent's deck, add one card with the same name to your extra deck, and you lose life points equal to its number times 330. This is a very situational but fun dual skill. Depends if your opponent's running Xyz cards, which will be more and more down the line, and if they're even running a number monster. So they have to specifically run a number monster, you steal it, and you take damage. So let's say you take Utopia, that's going to be 25 times 30, which I can't really do the math for. That's going to be 750 life points for Utopia. That's that's not that bad, Cosmic Cyclone's 1,000, so, you know, it depends which one it is. Um... So, the problem here is, is that you're losing life points to no advantage. Typically, you like losing life points because your dual skill wants it, like in Cyber Style. So, you're just losing life points in this situation without a gain. Um, it's more of a fun skill, I think, than good. But, you know, there's a chance when there's a lot of good number XZs plays. This, card could, this skill could be useful where you just get... You just prevent your opponent from playing those cards. You steal it. Um, of course, you have to be able to accommodate that XC summon to fully take advantage where you have to have the right monsters. So it's typically you're like a level 4 situation where you're stealing a level a rank 4 XC's play. You know, something like that. But overall, you're just stealing the card from the extra deck without doing anything. Next skill is XZ's Hunter. Increase the attack of one monster you control until the end of the turn by the number of your opponent's XZ's materials times 300. This can be used once per duel. Another situation one. Um, it gets better with more XZ's monsters, but of course your opponent wants to use their materials, so this shouldn't be too much of a buff because they shouldn't be standing around with like um, with monsters that don't use their XZ's materials. And finally, Shifting Up can only be used once per turn when you control three light monsters. Until the end of this turn, the levels of those monsters become equal to the level of the monster with the highest level on your field. This skill can only be used if you begin the duel with an extra deck that contains no monsters except for XZ's monsters. So, this is useful when you're trying to ramp up into a higher rank XZ's play. And this is a situation where that Photon Slasher that's a level 5 could be okay. Because it could be in a Photon deck, and then you make those level 4 monsters level 5, and you get to rank them up. So, that's a situation where it could work, but um, Photons you're typically dealing with rank 4. So let's say you have a really good rank 5 Xyz play, you may use the skill to boost up to that level. So that's it for Kaitenjo. Um, 
as always, I'm going to try to, you know, try to get as many dual skills as I can with him. I'm playing him in PvE with digital bugs, so I can try to grind out some of those um, dual skills. Last card to talk about today is from Mission Circuit. One new card, Linear Accelerator Cannon, normal spell. Tribute one monster and inflict damage to your opponent equal to a quarter of that monster's original attack. If you activate this card, you cannot activate any other spell cards this turn. So, you know, this is a card you want to play last. Um, burn your opponent down, play Linear Accelerator Cannon. Typically, the easiest monsters to summon that have big attack are 3,000, so you could do, like, 1250 burn. That's fine. There's only one of these. It's not like the days of Restructor Revolution where you're playing a ton of these cards and burning them a ton. So when you get one of these, that's uh, fine. It could do big burn, but limited. Um, they have so many burn cards in the game now. With that half burn nerf, there's just like a ton of burn cards. And to, to build a good burn deck, you're going to have to go through all of them. And There's just too many of them. This is, this is definitely a good one, though, because they only give you one. Alright, so upcoming news. We got upcoming news for February. Kaiba Cup is starting in a few days. February 3rd to 14th. Tour Guide Bingo. Early February. New SR Starship Spy Plane. Mid-February DD Castle Assault. Unlock Axel Brody if you haven't. New UR card Prometeor. The Burning Star. Mid-February Dual Quest. New SR card Rapid Fire Magician. Mid-February, Kaelin Kessler to the gate. The end of the um, Clash of Crash Town event. Which was a pretty good event. Late February, Duel Links Mission Research. New SR card soundproofed. Late February, obtain a new legendary duelist. I'm pretty sure it's Antimony. Late February, improvement to the dual screen. Button to remove all search conditions. So that is it for the podcast. Unfortunately, I... um, I had really bad allergies this whole time, so I didn't get to talk as long as I wanted to on such important cards, but yeah, sometimes it happens. Sorry for that. Um, hopefully the allergies are <laughs> get better. So that's it for the podcast. Thanks for listening. Search and subscribe for this podcast anywhere you get your podcast. All these notes are at thedualassessment.wordpress.com. Email me with anything at thedualassessment at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Twitter at dual underscore assessment or my own account at Green Ranger CCG. Alright, enjoy the box. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.